Welcome to the first episode of Dortmund Till I Die. So, this today we're talking about Champions League and, of course, Bundesliga. So, first up, let's talk about Dortmund's 1-1 draw against Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen, first in the table. Dortmund had most of possession during this game. Very, very, uh, really good game. And, uh, I guess, really... Um, really good game, yeah, because, so, Dortmund scored minute five to stun uh, Leverkusen, then, uh, Florian Wirtz scored a goal, but it was ruled offside in minute 45 plus two, so, eventually, Victor Boniface, uh, scored a goal, who, which was assisted, well, not really assisted, but set up by, um, Bayer Leverkusen's Patrick Schick, who basically came on and helped in that goal. But Dortmund, uh, beautiful possession. I mean, defense. Uh, one of the best defensive performances, probably the best all year. They played defense basically the entire game. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen had thir- 23 shots. Dortmund only uh, six. And yeah, the defensive performance was great. Um... Starting 11, uh, Leverkusen had Tabas, Tap, Soba, Ta, Kozunu, uh, in the back, Frangpan, Shaka, Palacios, and Grimaldo in the midfield, Wirtz and Hoffman in the attacking midfield, and Boniface up front. Dortmund had Fulkrug, Jamie, Bino, Gittens, Brandt, Royce, Sab, uh, Fulkrug up front, Bino, Gittens, Brandt, and Royce, um, I guess in the midfield, Zabitzer and Sean. Um, in the the defensive midfield, Ryerson, Schlotterbeck, Hummels, and Wolf. Uh, in the back four, Kobel also was in net. Uh, and Dortmund very good in the back. Um, if you look, uh, Binal Gittens, in my opinion, did not have a good game. I think he helped set up a chance. I think he helped in the goal. Uh, contribution, which was scored by, um, Ryerson, um, but he took a lot of bad first touches, uh, I saw in the game, and yeah, um, not very good, uh, Koble, another great game in net, um, thought he did a really good job in net, um, and yeah, Schlotterbeck, um, came off with an injury, I think he's going to be okay, and, uh, Hummels and Wolf both got yellow cards. Um, Hummels, in my opinion, was very good this week. Um, I mean, this game, he played very well, and uh, I thought he helped with a lot of things. Um, Fulkrug did set up the goal, I think, for Ryerson. If I do look, actually, at um, the... Yes, he did assist, and he kind of dinked it to Ryerson, who just... Uh, came up with a finish, and um, Koble made a lot of good saves, he did allow one goal, but basically the entire game, the back four, well, basically the entire team was defending, Fulkrug was, I think, um, still up front, though, just kind of standing around, didn't have much to do, and uh, yeah, uh, it 
Royce played all right uh, as well. A very good game for by Dortmund. Um, uh, Dortmund f- beat uh, the last two times Dortmund and Leverkusen played. Um, Dortmund had won, but obviously this year, um, very different. Um, because Leverkusen obviously very well ahead in standings of Dortmund. Dortmund really needed a result. I think they could have come away with a win. There was a final chance at the end, a full Krug header, which would have uh, won Dortmund in the game, probably won Dortmund the game in one of the most beautiful fashion, and really upset the Leverkusen fans, but the header just wasn't meant to be. Um, But still, it was a good chance all in all, and yeah... um, very impressed with Dortmunds and how they played this game. Uh, going into it, there wasn't really a lot of expectation. Really, the expectation was Bayer Leverkusen to pretty run over, pretty much run over Dortmund. Uh, and I felt like they played well. I felt like they knew that they wouldn't get the most offensive chances, so they didn't try and play like a team they weren't. Because going into this match, they were the underdogs. So, obviously, they just played... Um, a lot more defensive, and it does kind of suck that Bayer Leverkusen uh, did win, uh, draw it because they made a couple mistakes, and really the one mistake cost them a goal, and that was really it. If you also look at total passes, Bayer Leverkusen had more than double the amount Dortmund had. Dortmund had only 315 total passes, Bayer Leverkusen 656, and uh Dortmund's pass accuracy was definitely less than Leverkusen. A lot of turnovers. There was a couple of turnovers from a goal kick for um, Kobu. He did turn it over, uh, which was disappointing. Uh, we, I, I don't think it resulted in a goal, which was lucky. Uh, there was a great block. There was a couple of good blocks as well. Um, I think... think... Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was Hummels who had a really good block. I think he was on that chance, and he blocked it. Or no, it must have been another chance, I'm pretty sure. Um, the It got heated at the end. Um, there was a lot of pushing and shoving towards the end of the game. But really, a really well-rounded performance by Dortmund. And I think um, if they keep on playing this well, um, they definitely can get a third spot, maybe even overtake uh, Leverkusen at some point in the season, because I don't think Leverkusen will be able to uh, sustain this, what they have going right now. Um, If you really just look at Leverkusen, they're not really, uh, or they could sustain this. I think Dortmund is very easily could get third. Right now, they're down at fifth because they drew in Leipzig 1. But next week, they do play Leipzig in the league uh, after this the midweek match of, of course, um, Stuttgart, which the last time they played them did not end too well for Dortmund. So, yeah, that's really what um, is going on for Dortmund. Uh, that's really the game they had against... Um, Leverkusen and a very uh, another very concerning thing was Dortmund had to have Papa Dopalus come on 
for Nico Schlotterbeck because of the injury because they have so little defensive players. It is a cause for concern. They definitely need to get more players on this roster uh, in the January transfer window. I don't think they really can sell anyone. If you look um the roster, they are low on defensive players. Um, they have their goalkeepers. They have four goalkeepers. But if you uh, look at the defenders, they do have a lot. Um, but Ben Zabaini, not available. Um, Ryer, uh, Nicholas Sule, I don't think, was available today either. Um, and yeah, um, if you just look at that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think they really need to get another striker. Um, so that is something that you shouldn't probably, they shouldn't pursue. Uh, but yeah, if you just look at that, if for the January transfer window, they should get more defenders, especially better defense. Um, even though this game was very well, they have had games like the Bayern Munich game where they conceded four or the three they conceded uh, against Frankfurt or even the, um, the unnecessary two they conceded against Borussia Mönchengladbach. And really, it was a 3-2 game. It wasn't really a 4-2 game. An empty net goal for Daniel Mullen. Uh, but yeah, if you just look at that, Jeremy's transfer window, they should be able to... They should try and get more defense. And uh, yeah, that's really it. Um, For this part of the show, I guess we'll move on to midweek Champions League action um so yes yeah, okay so now on to the other game this week which was against ac milan in the champions league dortmund secured their round of 16 spot uh with a win over ac milan with a 3-1 win for dortmund um which was impressive, a very impressive group stage after their 2-0 defeat, opening defeat to um, uh, uh, to PSG. Oliver Giroud, Giroud missed a penalty for AC Milan. Marco Royce then proceeded to score a penalty. Samuel Chukowes tied it back up in minute 37. Kareem, uh, Jamie Bynal Gittins then scored in minute 59. And Kareem the Dream, Eddie Amy, scored the goal. Uh, Basically, the goal to put the game away in minute 69. Um, and with that, Dortmund um, were the only team in the group of death so far to book their ticket to the knockouts. Pretty sure every team in the group can still, um, if we look at it, can still has a chance at getting out. If you just look at the group... Yes, because AC Milan with a win can overtake PSG if PSG loses to Dortmund at home. Same with Newcastle. Both are tied on points, but Milan has a terrible goal difference, negative four, uh, with the two added by Dortmund after their loss. PSG, very inconsistent. Uh, still possible for them to get Europa League, which is really bad. But moving on to the game, Dortmund... Um, Played very well, very complete performance. Uh, if you look, uh, they had less possession. They usually do have less possession, and they usually have less corners, but in uh, less shots. But still, Dortmund had a really good game. Uh, Milan 
the story, I guess, for this Champions League campaign, uh, leading up to, I guess, the third match, was they hadn't scored on, like, 60 shots. Very disappointing for Milan. Um, uh, yeah. I guess I didn't actually see this game, so I don't know um, much to talk about it. But they, uh, Milan had Hernandez, I think Hernandez, yeah, Hernandez, Tomari, Tiao, and Calab- Calabria in the back. Um, Rengen, Regenders, Adley uh, in the defensive midfield, Pulisic, uh, Loftus-Cheek, and Chukwes, um in the attacking midfield, and Gerard up front for them. Uh, Dormund had full Krug up front, Binal Gittens, Royce, and Malin in the midfield. Zabitzer and Sean um, in the defensive midfield. Ben Zabaini, Schlotterbeck, uh, Hummels, and Ryerson. Then in the back, and then Kobel in net. Uh, Kobel saving another penalty. Kobel really um, very impressive. It's impressive to save a penalty, but a very good goalkeeper uh, this season for us. He's been doing very well um, for Dortmund. And yeah. If you look, uh, they had basically Milan outplayed us like usual. A lot of teams outplay us offensively, but due to just our defense having a pretty good year this year, actually, despite what I said about the defense struggling, they have struggled in some games. I guess lately Dortmund has been a bit more inconsistent. If you look at the beginning of the season, um, in after the Pokal, they were barely winning games. Um, well, if you look, they beat Köln and then drew the following two games, then beat Freiburg, uh, Wolfsburg, and um, Hoffenheim, and then uh, beat Union Berlin and Werder Bremen, and then drew with, against Frankfurt. Um, but Dortmund defensively was good. I guess you could say they had conceded a couple goals. I guess so. they kind of started struggling against Frankfurt, then they struggled really against Bayern Munich, who just dominated the game. Um, offensively and defensively, the poorest performance of the season came against Stuttgart with a 2-1 loss. Uh, but if you look now, they have been betting better. At, in the last uh, three matches, they have only conceded a total of... That is four goals, which might be seem that bad, but the two were against Borussia Mönchengladbach, was just struggles early on in the game. And Dortmund managed to not struggle um, against Bayer Leverkusen recently, but against Milan, they did struggle early. I mean, conceding a penalty and giving a penalty to the other team is not good. Luckily, we had Koble saving. I wonder if they scored the penalty, how that would have changed the game. It might have been a draw. Dortmund might not have been through. Uh, I think a draw would have actually not uh, gone them through, but anyways, maybe they wouldn't. Ha- they would have lost this, uh, causing them not to go through. So very important. Cobalt once again coming in clutch for Dortmund, like he must. I guess most games he must now. Um, and yeah, I guess the next part will be looking at the DFB Pokal and uh, of course the other games in the prediction segment uh, for Dortmund coming up this week. So, yeah. Anyways, I'll see you in that next part.
Okay, on to previews for the next two games. Stuttgart is up next in the Pokal. If you look at the match preview, the most common result between matches between Stuttgart and Dortmund uh, when Stuttgart Stuttgart is playing at home is 2-1. Four matches have ended with this result. During the last 31 meetings with Stuttgart um, playing at home, Stuttgart have won 11 times. There have been six draws, while Dortmund have won 14 times. The goal difference is 54-42 to in favor of Borussia Dortmund. During the last 61 meetings, Stuttgart have only won seven times. 17 times. There have been 15 draws, while Do- Borussia Dortmund have won 29 times. The goal difference is 117 to 79 in favor of Borussia Dortmund. So, if you just look at that, um, Dortmund has been struggling late as of late against at home uh, versus um, Stuttgart. Uh, if you look in the Bundesliga, um. Last year, they drew 3-3 uh, when Stuttgart was at home. In the year before, Stuttgart lost 2-0. But um, I guess, as you suppose, if you really look at that, Dortmund has really won the last few years, except for uh, this the previous matchup, especially coming in after the momentum against uh, Leverkusen. You could also argue that they might be tired against Leverkusen, especially... Uh, when they were basically playing defense the whole game, and you're blocking shots and doing all that, and there wasn't really any time to have any breathing room, so it might be harder for Dortmund, especially since they're on the road, and last time they played Stuttgart on the road, they lost 2-1, but that was an abysmal performance, and they still almost came away with a draw, so if you really look at this, if Dortmund played good, or even decent, this game should be theirs, it should be a win. So, Dortmund just have to play well, um, and also not start off really bad, like they have been doing in the past. The Leverkusen game definitely uh, was good for Dortmund, and speaking of Leverkusen, they play Paderborn, so Dort will be looking at that game, seeing if Paderborn, if another upset can happen in the Champions League. If Leverkusen do lose, that will be massive for who we will then become the favorites to win this competition. Um because then you have three of the four biggest teams in Germany out. Leverkusen, Bayern, and Leipzig. Right now, though, Bayern and Leverkusen are the favorites, but Dortmund are also one of the few teams that are left that I guess you could see winning it. If you look at other teams, um, Borussia Mönchengladbach play Wolfsburg, Hamburg play St. Pauli, Kaiserslautern play Nürnberg, Saarbrücken play Frankfurt. Imagine Saarbrücken wins again. Um, Hertha Berlin play uh, Hamburg. Uh, nice Bundesliga 2 clash. Um, uh, Magdeburg plays Dusseldorf. Kaiserslautern plays Nürnberg. And that is in the round of 16. The round two, one and two are obviously done. For so right now, there's only 16 teams left of the 64 tournament, and yeah, that's really it for, I guess, um, the predictions for that. Moving on now, we will be discussing the upcoming game against Leipzig. I've already kind of briefly talked about this. Leipzig, um, though I haven't talked about, has been struggling this year. If you um, look at head-to-head, though, the last five years, Dortmund have won eight of these matches. 13% of the time, there's uh, two draws in the last five years, and six wins for Leipzig. Uh, Though, 
Um, if you look at their last two meetings, the last time Dortmund was at home, they beat Leipzig 2-1. The last time Leipzig was at home, they beat Dortmund 2-0. Uh, but obviously, we're looking at the last few times they were at home. Dortmund, uh, last time they were away, also lost 3-0. And last time they were at home, a couple of years ago when they were at home in the 2021-22 season, which they struggled that year, they lost 4-1 to Leipzig in, re- in those years. They lost both games. But if you look uh, pretty recently, well, I guess the l- last year they had at least some success, except for the B- DFB Pokal quarter finals, uh, losing to the eventual winners, Leipzig, obviously. Leipzig did uh, win that competition, though. There's no three-peat for Leipzig this year. After winning back-to-back uh, uh, DFB Pokals, they will not win it again this year, which is good, uh, I guess, because maybe Dortmund can win it. They're the last team besides Leipzig to win it. And um, just looking at Leipzig's form, they have been struggling, barely even beaten Nun- uh, sorry, not numbered, Heidenheim 2-1. You can argue that Dortmund drew against Heidenheim, but that was back in the earlier stages of the season when Dortmund was struggling. Um, they lost to Man City, especially when they had a 2-0 lead, which is uh, very interesting. And they also lost to Wolfsburg recently, so not the best form for Leipzig going into this game. Meanwhile, Dortmund have won two of their last four, so have Leipzig, but Dortmund have drawn one of them and against the league leaders. I think uh, Dortmund will obviously be tired after this game. They also have PSG on the Wednesday, so they really don't get a break. Um, th- this will be the second last of those four runs of matches. I feel like PSG, though, Dortmund won't play as hard, especially since they've already booked their tickets to the knockout stage in the Champions League. But Stuttgart and the Leipzig games will be extremely important for Dortmund. Um, Must get some result, especially against Leipzig. They should try and get a win. I think they can get a win. It all depends. If they lose to Stuttgart badly, maybe that's a wake-up call even more now. And Dortmund go into Leipzig and just rip them apart. Or they could struggle. We don't know yet. Uh, It's a bit iffy. But if Dortmund lose this game, they will go even more behind um, Leipzig. They will become uh, four points behind Leipzig, who are in fourth, which will not be very good Well, for Dortmund. Uh, yeah, if you just look at the table, Dortmund are 10 points off the top. Before, they were 11, but that draw against Leverkusen definitely helps them out. Um, if you also look at Bayern Munich, are only... Uh, you could say they're only seven points ahead, but that's because Bayern Munich have a game in hand. They did not play their game, which was canceled against Union Berlin this week. And yeah, just looking at the, the table, uh, Dortmund have a pretty good chance, I think, of if they beat Leipzig, they definitely get closer uh, to that third spot, which Stuttgart still occupy. But Stuttgart coming up will um, have Leverkusen. Um, on Sunday, so that's another important game we should, uh, Dortmund fans should look out for, and following that, they play Bayern, so two difficult matches coming up for them, so hopefully they lose both of those, which means we can gain ground on Stuttgart, um, but I guess you would want draws, so Bayern Munich and Leverkusen don't keep on pulling away from the pack, and yeah, anyways, that's really it for this part of the show, uh, And yeah, moving on, I guess, to any news there are.
So, no, um, well, looking for news, uh, I guess there's a lot of people who are talking about the, um, win against Bayer Leverkusen. The U- under-23 Dormans beat 1860 Munich 3-0, um, in front of a crowd of around 2,000, um, Um, yeah, um, uh, they were 21 points, uh, tied, and, uh, they, well, they were one point actually off of, um, them, and they win, um, Sebastian Kell, uh, in players Julian Brent, Gregor Kolbel, Emery Chand said they uh, made a couple, few too many possession errors. Uh, there's too many, and yeah, for BVB women, they beat Drolschagen three 0 They're in the sixth, fifth tier of German football. Um, yeah, and Marius Wolf. Uh, this came in yesterday, is likely to leave Borussia Dortmund. This is likely to be his last season. Um, at the moment, Dortmund are not planning to extend um, Wolf's contract, which expires in 2024. Uh, this was from Get German Football News. And, yeah. Uh, gonna probably read that after I'm done recording. And, um... Mokoko is most likely to stay f- with Dortmund during the winter. That's really it. Uh, also, the Dortmund boys have won the Under-17 World Cup, um, which they beat France 4-3 in a penalty shootout in the final. Uh, probably going to watch the highlights after that then. Anyways, that's really it. Um, and normally, um, well, I guess not normally, but sometimes we'll talk about, especially during international breaks, Germany, because I do support the German national team. Anyways, that's really it for this first episode of the um, Dortmund Till I Die podcast. Thanks for listening, and I shall see you in the next episode of the podcast. See you next week. Oh, also, I might not just see you next week. If you listen to these regular episodes, then yeah, but I'm planning on doing match analysis right after matches, so... We'll be starting that off with the DFB Pokal after Dortmund play, obviously, uh, Stuttgart. You'll get my first, un- well, I guess, initial thoughts. Um, probably not thoughts, actually. Probably just the recapping the match. And then on the weekend, over the weekend, after the Leipzig game on Sunday, every Sunday, I will be discussing the game against uh, Leipzig and the other game, Stuttgart. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode of Dortmund Till I Die, and I'll see you next week on Sundays.